Welcome to Frosh FM, your one-stop shop for all things Queen's University. Whether you're starting your first year of undergrad, graduate studies, or maybe you're just looking to get more involved, then this is the perfect podcast for you. You'll hear from student clubs, panels of current students as well as alumni, and even student governing bodies. Check us out on Instagram at frosh underscore FM. And if you are part of a club and want to be featured on Frosh FM, reach out to outreach at cfrc.ca today. To Frosh FM on CFRC 101.9 FM, CFRC.ca, and the CFRC Podcast Network. Today's episode is actually a very cool one. It's Things I Wish I Knew Before My First Year at Queen's University. I'm Alexandra Fernandez, and today in our CFRC studio, I have with me Sadie McFadden and Kieran Turnbull, some of our other amazing CFRC student staff. Can you folks introduce yourself for us? Let's start with Kieran. <laughs> yo, yo, how's it going? Thanks for having us, Alex. Well, of course. Can you tell us about your time at Queens, what you study, what year you're in, maybe some things you've been involved with? Yeah, for sure. So I'm going into my fourth year of uh, film and media degree. Um, my time at Queens has been very good. It's very all over the place. Um, obviously, in film and media, like I've been trying to get involved with a lot of you know, creative stuff on campus. So that obviously involves CFRC. I'm also part, I'm the head of videography, uh, photography, sorry, for Muse Magazine, which is like Queen's main fashion and arts magazine. Uh, I've been the head of video for the Vogue charity fashion show and for TEDx Queen's U. And I've also been the, both a cast member and the technical director for Queen's Players, which is a charity musical sketch comedy initiative. Um, I feel like I've feel like there's something else in there i've done assis videography too i did that in first year and i did q flick which is the queen's film and industry liaison committee i think that's what it stands for i did that in second year um yeah all over the place try to top that sadie yeah honestly you sound like you've been very involved and you know i don't know if i've been as involved um so i'm sadie i'm going into my fourth year at queens i'm studying history and global development um i've been involved with q code which is like an equity-based education um club um i've been involved with queens model parliament um because you know i'm always interested in politics um i've been involved in you know some music stuff i am part of the work study program which uh, if you are someone who gets OSAP, um, I believe it's at least $2,000 of OSAP. For sure, check that out. Um, It has been a great source of uh, funding for me throughout my four years. Uh, And now I work at CFRC and uh, it's a great place. And I've done some other stuff, but I feel like those have been um, the main things that I've like reoccurring, that has been like reoccurring for me. Very cool. And I'm Alex. I just graduated from film and media. Um, I did that as my major and I did my minor in music. And now I'm working at, well, I have been working at CFRC for the last two and a half years, but I'll be continuing full time here um, for the school year. And, you know, if you're listening and you're interested in starting a radio show, you know who to contact and that's me. (laughs) So shoot me an email. My contact info will be available at the end of the podcast. Anyway, Yeah, we're a mix of, well, me, recent graduate, and these two are current students, and we'll be chatting about what we wish we knew before starting our undergrad. 
looking back, I know that I've had such an amazing experience at Queens, but it, there's definitely a few things I wish I took more advantage of. So if you're nervous about going into first year, don't know what to expect, or just need tips on how to make this year a bit easier or even more fun, stay tuned because we have everything coming up for you. So Sadie, I'm going to put you on the spot. <laughs> Why don't you start us off? What is one thing that you wish you knew before starting at Queen's University? Um, so I would say the thing that I wish I knew before uh, starting at Queen's is knowing that um, you don't have to be best friends with your floor and um, you can find friends wherever you go. Um, there's multiple avenues to be making friends and to meet new people. And I feel um, as though that's something I wish I knew because I thought my floor and, you know, the people that I met in Frosh Week were like the end all be all and the only way mm -hmm. I could meet friends. Yeah, that's a hot take because a lot of people would not say that. But that's interesting. But I agree with that, too, because thinking about it, like out of everyone I lived with or like everyone on my floor in my first year, I really only live with one person now. Mm -hmm. and we're like moving into our own apartment together but like other than that I just like kind of see people from my floor here and there I'll say hi to them if I run into them on campus but other than that no yeah it is a hot take but I mean and I I'm someone who like lives um almost exclusively with people who are on my floor and mm -hmm. I got like really lucky with my floor but I still 100% agree it's a really good thing to mention because you know like it, it happened naturally that I got really lucky and people on my floor were great friends of mine. Mm -hmm. But if you had told me in the first week that, like, these people are the people you're going to be living with, I would have panicked. Like, it's like that it has to happen naturally, the connections you make. And I 100% agree that assuming or, or going into Queens with the assumption that the first people you meet in the first week on your floor and your frost group are going to be, like, the people that you spend the four years with. And if you don't click with them, then you're screwed. Mm -hmm. That is, like, that's not at all the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really felt that a lot, too. Like, when, I don't know, I, I feel like that's the understanding, especially in the first couple of weeks um, of the school year. There's an assumption that these are the only, like, if you don't click with these people, you're not going to have friends. And I think, like, personally, I don't think I clicked with my floor in the same way that you have, Kieran. Um and, you know, I ended up becoming really good friends with the people from my frosh group, which I'm sure, like, do you still talk to your frosh group? <laughs> that had, like, an accusatory... No, I'm do just... You <laughs> I, I do, actually, but, like, film's a smaller major, so a lot of them were in my uh, Gale fam, which, for anyone listening, is, like, the orientation leaders. But, I mean, you're hundred percent... I, I wasn't a Gale, so I'm not as cool as you, oh. I guess. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, no, but, I mean, you're 100% right that, like, you know, the, your floor and your frosh group are, are like, just two avenues to mm -hmm. meet people, but... Like, when I look back on it, there has never been an easier time to make friends than, like, the first week at Queens. Because, like, everyone, whether they admit it or not, is in the position of, like, I, I want to meet, meet people. Like, I want to meet people. Because, if I because like, whether you, like, know it's true or, or not, like, you go into it with the, like, the pretense of, like, this is university. And, like, this week is going to be the rest of the four years. Like, everything I'm feeling now is what I'm always going to feel, which is not at all true. But... I don't blame anybody for worrying about, like, how many people they're going to meet in the first week. I, I would just, like, yeah, I would agree, Sadie. Like, I wouldn't... People don't have to rush into finding their, like, mm -hmm. friend soulmates, you know? Like, that... It's going to happen. You're, you're going to find people you click with, and it doesn't need to happen on the first day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, I also think it's important to recognize, like, first year isn't easy, and so, like, if you don't make those connections right away, 
it's okay. Like, when I was in first year, it took me, like, honestly, I feel like I didn't really belong or what, or whatever you want to call it. Like, I've, I didn't have a sense of community at Queens probably until my third year, honestly. Mm-hmm. And, like, I didn't find my close group of girlfriends until I was in, like, midway through my second year. And, like, those people are the people that I know I'm going to stay friends with after university. And I had met them in first year, but I was was not, like, best friends with them the way I am now. Like, they're the type of people, you know, when I'm not doing well, like, mental health-wise, like, you know, you go knocking on their door. And, like, when you're literally pre-COVID, of course, like, literally crying in the club, like, (laughs) those are the people you're like, where are my besties, right? And I didn't meet them in first year. And that's completely okay. 100%. Yeah. And it's hard. (laughs) And the thing that you mentioned about, like, belonging, I think that's also, like, it's it's such an easy knee-jerk to, like, want to belong, like, want to fit in so much. Or not even fit in, but uh, but feel that sense of community. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really hard to at a school like Queen's because as good as your, as good or bad as your individual interactions could be with people, like, the truth is Queen's as a whole is a very homogenous school it's very predominantly white very predominantly heterosexual and very predominantly upper class Mm -hmm. and it's hard to amongst a litany of other um you know types of people and it's it's difficult i think for a lot of people if not everybody to feel as though you're part of this cohesive whole because it feels like such a cohesive whole Mm -hmm. so like i don't know it's it's easier said than done to be like to to say like don't don't assume that belonging and that community and that fitting in will come because I think it definitely can, but it's hard in first year Mm -hmm. because it is, I don't know, it is an environment that takes some adjusting to for a lot of people. Yeah. And I grew up like in Hamilton and I went to like the high school that's considered like the, the ghetto high school. Right. And so like the demographic, like I didn't come from like a very well-off family and stuff. And so coming here, um, I remember like making jokes about like, you know, oh, like, you can tell that these kids at my school are well off. And then I remember coming here and saying to this one other person, my one other friend from Hamilton that I knew, my one other person that, like, kind of got it, who, by the way, I was never close with when I was in Hamilton. It was like a temporary frosh friendship. (laughs) (laughs) Um, When I was talking to him about it, I was like, this is a whole new level of rich, and I had never... I had never even, like, understood that this was a level, like, Mm. private schools. You know what I mean? And it's not to say that, like, those people aren't people that you won't fit in with, but I guess it's just to say that um, there is a group for everybody, and it's okay if it takes you a little longer to find that group. Mm -hmm. Definitely, 100%. I totally agree. Thanks so much, folks, for those great answers and that really good advice. I genuinely couldn't agree more. It's so important to just, I don't know, keep an open mind. And it is a hard thing to navigate for sure, but it eventually falls into place, especially when you're kind of not looking. I feel like that's when things just kind of happen. Um, Anywho, Kieran, do you want to start us off and start the next little conversation about what you kind of wish you knew before coming to Queens? Maybe something about residence or academic lifestyle or something like that yeah for sure it's tough i mean there's so many like avenues to go from i'm just thinking like even down to like the little things in res that like i learned like um don't like brush off your boots before coming in or else your floors are gonna get messed up but i think like that's (laughs) a more important thing i think i think something that like you know we were talking about how queens is a very privileged school and Mm -hmm. you know that has Um, a lot of rippling effects throughout this community. I think one that I've noticed a lot is that a a lot of the people 
you're going to interact with um, come and myself included come from, you know, upbringings where going to post-secondary education was assumed. You know, you you would you know, you'd grow up thinking, oh, I'm going to be going to university like that's just like assumed. And I think it even that is a privilege to be able to anticipate that and then to be able to make that happen. Um, that's not the case for a ton of people. And so I think it's easy to, you know, go in and and want courses that are easy and courses that you can do, you know, put maybe not as much effort into so that you can go do other things. And I think there is something to be said for having a good balance between coursework and like your life, like your extracurriculars and your friendships and just having fun is just as much a part of university as the classes. But those classes are really, really important and really valuable. And like you're paying money for them. So I... I, I understand why people would take bird courses or would take courses just to pass. Um, I've certainly, I certainly did in the first year. But I think when I look back, the I'm really, really grateful that I just got to be in an environment where I could learn and where I was given resources to learn, especially during the pandemic, to be able to do... I mean, I I was one of, I'm sure everybody, complaining about virtual classes. I mean, it was obviously not fun. But to be able to have all my all the resources needed to learn a new subject on my computer then to be able to do that safely was like an absolute privilege and i Mm -hmm. think like i don't know i i really believe that like if you can i would recommend just like trying to take courses that you think you'll be really interested in and passionate in rather than courses that you know your friends are in or that people say will be easy because i think you'll 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 be much more enriched taking a course that like actually taught you some stuff you know yeah oh wow we said it at the same time (laughs) um but i yeah kieran i really wanted to kind of like circle back to your point about um that like work-life balance because i think mental health is so important in first year and you know being able to balance all of your academic work that comes on with being a first year and also being able to deal with the culture that comes with queens um like you know the party culture the hookup culture that comes with being at this school and i think it's really important to to note that um don't get burnt out in your first year um 100 i think i i worked really really hard in my first year and i have no regrets about that um but uh i definitely think it's like a contributor like that lack of ability to stop doing school for me uh, when I was in first year and my push towards my academic self um, has like caused burnout like later in life for me and so I think going every single year and recognizing yes academics are so incredibly important but it is only one aspect of my university experience and your mental health and Uh, is another aspect and that is so incredibly important like reach out to the resources queens have um you know reach out to your friends reach out to your family um find those resources because i i've needed them um not only during covid but um when even when i was in first year and you know one counseling session isn't going to fix your life but it's a it's a start it's something to go from and if you're struggling 
with those things like work-life balance is absolutely important. So I'm really glad you were touching Yeah, that. for sure. And there's no shame in using those services. I mean, first off, you could do it and you like if, if you were feeling um, whatever you felt about, about wanting to reach out to counseling or anything, you wouldn't have to tell anybody. You could do it and no one would know. But also there's no shame in needing to needing that help or seeking out that help. And I, I think it's, uh, yeah, I 100% agree. It's really important. Couldn't agree more with that. There's so many resources at Queen's. And like you said, Sadie, like one counseling session isn't going to change your entire life and be the best thing. But at least if you start somewhere, like you'll be making progress and you can always be pointed in the right direction to like different resources as well. So utilize those while you're here. There's so many resources like obviously student wellness the peer support center paired peer support center if you're a person of color and you need some help um and you specifically want to talk about um things that are more geared to like your experience um whether it be with something as intense as um an experience uh with racism on campus or whether it's a microaggression or whether it's literally you just need help with your homework (laughs) like Mm -hmm. they're an amazing resource to check out um i was on cared for a year and um i know a lot of people like really loved the resources like there's so many places to go yeah Yeah, I wish I, like, accessed a lot of them during my time, but I was so scared. Like, I really only started seeking help, like, probably during fourth year, just because COVID really, like, took a toll on me, like, being home all the time and stuff. So that's when I, like, started accessing, like, student wellness, not just for, like, oh, my God, I have a fever, like, a eye infection or something, Mm -hmm. but, like, for mental health reasons, and, like, it got me to a much better place. So I am really thankful for that. But, you know, there's very many options not all works for everyone, of course, but as long as you have your options and you're able to, I guess, like, just take that first step mm-hmm. and even, like, go with a friend, have someone be there with you um, if you're nervous because I'm like that <laughs> all the time. So, yeah. If you need a friend, I'll be your friend to go with you. If you don't have any friends yet at Queens, I'll go with you. Yeah. Just, Drop my at. Just <laughs> come by CFRC, everyone, and <laughs> you can find us. I don't have any friends. Can I come? <laughs> 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 um yeah. something I, like i when you were talking about cared i've also i've also worked with cared and yeah everyone on the committee is awesome oh um, just so everyone knows cared is the committee against racial and ethnic discrimination on campus mm-hmm. just just for the context go yeah. ahead sorry um but i think it, it's like another thing that i i definitely wish i knew in in first year that you kind of just like learn on your own as much as people will tell you it but there really are clubs and organizations and committees and groups on campus for every you know sect of person every kind of person and it's it's you know there are the ones that are going to get promoted and the ones that you'll see on social media that that you may not feel like you'll you'll fit into and and maybe you will when if you join them maybe maybe you won't that is kind of like you can't know that beforehand but you know if, if you look a little harder there are clubs for for everybody and it's like it's really the truth like there have been clubs that i've seen that um are i've just been like wow that's so cool that that exists like it may not be uh, something that that I would join, but that I, I'm just so glad that people could. Yeah, and definitely. I, I think like the, it often the people on those smaller clubs are just incredibly kind and like decent people who like are just really 
looking to get to know people and to get to help people and make new friends. I think it's a super valuable thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like over 300 clubs at Queens. It's crazy. You can go online to myams.org and you can check them all out on the club directory there. Um, but you can also check them out during Frost Week events. Um, everyone who's tuned in and stuff. Queens in the Park. If you're a grad student, SGPS Resource Fair. Um, there's a lot of opportunities for you to get involved. And it's not just like you have to do it at the beginning of the school year. A lot of clubs do hiring or recruiting throughout the year. There's lots of opportunities for you. And just uh, grab at them while you can. Yeah, and um, I definitely had the experience when I was in first year. I remember going to the Queen's Music Club. And it's literally just a club that's in um, the basement of some random Queen's building. And all it is is like a a major jam session. And for me, as someone who's like very musical, I was so nervous um, to be going there, especially I think as a woman, I was pretty nervous because a lot of times uh, musical spaces are occupied by men, um, especially when it has something to do with a rock or jazz. Um, And so I was going to like the rock night and I was super, super nervous. But when I showed up, I, I felt so welcomed by everybody that was there and was encouraged to go sing and felt so supported. And that's that really is, good. yeah. And I found that actually, I found that group through Queens in the Park. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Just a little fun story for you all. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And there's so many, I don't know, like that, those experiences can happen anytime. And, you know, not, I, I'm sure not every time you, you take a swing with a, a club that you're nervous about, it's going to work out. There's obviously going to be times where it doesn't. And that can be, I think, very dejecting. But it, it, though, I, I found, and I, I've been lucky, but I've, I've found that, you know, most of the extracurriculars, whether like small or large that I've joined, like people have been just very kind and empathetic. And I think that's like another thing is that everybody has like their own perspective to lend you. And I, I think I've met so many people who, I can tell that they think they know everything there is to know about the people at Queens. And, and that's just kind of not never the truth, you know, like everyone's going to have like a perspective and some of them are, are you, you don't need to listen to, but I, I would say it's, it's nice to be empathetic. And I think like I, m- majority of the people I met at Queens have taught me something one way or another, whether it be big and small. And I'm, I'm glad that like I've had that experience. I'd yeah, I'd recommend just like, being kind to people. How cute. <laughs> You're all in. All right, I'm going to stop being nice. <laughs> Aww. Um, no, that's awesome. That is, uh, I feel like I've just been saying that's awesome. It's because you folks are just awesome people. Awesome panel. Oh, wow. Thanks, Right Alex. back at you, You're Alex. awesome. Thanks. See how much love we have here at CFRC? <laughs> just a little CFRC shameless plug. Yeah. Yeah. Shameless. Just beside the bookstore, folks, if you ever want to drop by, say hi. Yeah. Th- <laughs> things I wish I knew before going to Queens. Join CFRC. Honestly, Honestly if I could have had a radio show in my first year. That would have been so cool. I would have loved that. Yeah. Like, I wish I did know about CFRC earlier. Yeah. Like, I'm not just saying that. Like, This is I've not been a here shameless for, plug. I've literally <laughs> been here for three years cause, just because I can't get enough of this place. Like, yeah. I'm a graduate. Literally wish. Literally, for the last three years, I've been like, I can't wait to leave Kingston. Here I am, forcing myself to stay in wow. the year. Who knew? Just because of this great place. I mean, yeah, and even just, like, if you're a music... Well, I, I don't want to... Okay, I'll stop plugging it. But there's a lot of cool records, man. I love looking at, <laughs> at the records. Um, So, things I wish on you before starting at Queens. Um, I 
wish you said dramatic <laughs> i said dramatic yeah yeah you, i'm a I drama queen <sighs> i wish i knew that i did not have to sacrifice my tans <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> crucial okay hear me out they make it seem like you don't have that many, even though it's 200. No, that was when I was in first year. I don't know if it's yeah, changed since then. I think it was 200 in our first year. Yeah, I yeah. think so. If, yeah. they've, if they've since upped it, I'll be mad. Upped it or like decreased it. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. But if it's still 200, great. But they just made it seem like I can't waste them. And then at the end of the year, I had 50 left over. And I was like, are you kidding me? Do you know how many four-pieces from Lazy I could have gotten? Did you actually have 50? That's a lot. Oh my god, I had like six. I think I also had around that number. Like by the end, I was like, okay. I timed it so that my last meal at Queens was my last ham. Aw, that's cute. Yeah. In fairness, I was on West. Oh, you were on West? Oh, that makes sense. Okay, that was hard. You should have led with that. No, West is best. (laughs) If you go West Campus. If you're listening out there and you got West Campus, don't be ashamed. It was my home. That is honestly... Okay, well, it had to be my home. Where else was I going to sleep? But you know, I mean, no, because it's small. Yeah. So you really get close with yeah, everyone. Like, no, everyone is true. really jealous of, like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> jealous. Oh, my God. But for lack of better wording, people were really envious of how close I was with my floor. Like, we were literally, like, family. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, like, I lived on West and... Yeah, so that's probably why, because I would eat a lot there. Um, <laughs> oh, stop. Everybody's out to lunch. The fresh, freshman five or something? 15. Freshman 15. Guys, don't worry about your weight. Enjoy yourself as long as you're happy. Muck those curly fries from Lazy and the waffle fries from Loco. Enjoy it while you can. Yeah, seriously. But if you do want something healthy, I highly suggest the salad bar at Loco. Oh, yeah, it's pretty that good. That was really good. That was like a godsend by the end when I was sick and tired of curly fries. Because, bet, you will get tired. Oh, you tired. will. You will. Even though it sounds like a dream come true, you will yeah. get sick of And it's tough fries. to, like, it's tough to take care of yourself and eat well. Mm. I know I didn't. But, like, you really got to try because, like, it's so unsaid, like, how much the things you eat and not just the quantity but like the specific things you eat this is coming from someone who still does not eat well but like (laughs) that like affects your mood and it affects your happiness and your sleep like it's so important yeah and like no it'll be it'll never be easier to have like three meals a day than it will be in first year they may not always be five star but they're they're still meals and i don't know it's Mm -hmm. i i definitely like i long for those days definitely and it's hard like myself and also you too like we've been out of res for three four years yeah. now like it's hard cooking for yourself every day mm-hmm. like it's tough i actually don't think i've cooked for myself in like two weeks i've just been living oh, on uber eats oh, no. to be honest and like just That's frozen fair, meals though. like frozen pizzas or like just taking like frozen dumplings stirring them so in what i'm hearing is you're gonna get a two-star meal no matter where you are yeah. Like, whether you're in res or out of res, you're getting a two-star yeah, meal. But, like, take advantage yeah, at least while you can you're get in res because ones. you can, like, eat three meals a day without having to worry about it. You know what I mean? And feel guilty about your Uber Eats bills. Yeah. yeah. Keep snacks in your res room or in your room oh, if you yeah, choose not sure. to live in res. That's what I did. I had my mini fridge in first year. Mm-hmm. Saved my life. Oh, my life. God. Crucial. Yeah. Saved my That's life. That's the thing. I, I thought they gave you mini fridges, but they don't. Only you have to get one. in certain residences. Like, like I Brant. think Leggett, Brand. No, nah, Leggett doesn't. I was in Leggett. Oh, okay. No, no, fancy, fancy. 
I know, right? Okay, yeah. well, Brant, Watts. Watts definitely... Yes, Watts. I don't think so. Watts and Leggett are like the same. I thought it was just Brant. I thought it was thought just Brant. What's Brant? And Smith. And, and yeah, Smith. Well, my friend and Watts had a mini fridge. Like, friend and room. That's, that's, that's wild. What was I going to say? The first meal I ever made in second year, like when I moved into my student house, my housemates and I had split for an instant pot. And <gasps> I had genius. bought... Genius, right? You'd think. Uh, um, I bought some chicken and I was like, you know what? First meal back at Queens. I'm going to make some salsa chicken. Then I dumped the chicken in and realized I had forgot to put like the base of the Instant Pot in. So I dumped the chicken in like through all the like grating and utilities like, like out the bottom and i was like well this instant pot is now broken so karen you had one job i know karen. you it's literally the like they they tell you it's the easiest way to cook and i messed it up so so things which karen knew before coming to queens yeah. is to read the instructions of his instant pot yeah and i i impart that onto everyone listening <laughs> poetry slam wow slam poetry speaking of slam poetry if you like slam poetry they actually have it at the grad club yeah check it out check out the grad club it's not just for grads despite the name and another (laughs) thing is did you get paid to say that (laughs) (laughs) sorry what were you gonna say yeah continue (laughs) poetry slam poetry yeah there's slam poetry it's dope um i'll only go if jonah hill's performing okay Say less. We that and that can be achieved. And that will be achieved. Some strings will be pulled. Yeah. Um, but honestly, yeah. Um, I would say just get involved if you are interested in it. And you know, if you want to hole up in your room and do nothing because you need to for your mental health, do it. That's fine too. Hundred percent. Like the biggest thing you need to do is prioritize your mental health and your well being. Maybe that's just me and my lack of prioritizing my mental health in first year. But um that's something I would say is like extremely important that I don't think a lot of first years really really recognize. Because you're so focused on everything else in life. Yeah. There's so much going on. Mm-hmm. And so much so many people telling you what you should be doing. And <laughs> oh, well, us. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. That's the. That's what I was going to say. It was like, for as much as like we can get, like anybody can give you advice, and I think it's helpful to listen to people. It's also like there's no roadmap for any of there this. Isn't. And yeah. you, like, I I would be, like, I would, like, I, I don't think you should listen to anybody as like a gospel truth of what you should do in yeah. first year and what your experience needs to be because everybody's different. Like some people be like i just want to hole up in my room like i don't want to go to parties or some people would be like i just want to go to parties and i don't want to t- take care of myself and i think they're, they're, you know, those are two extreme ends of the spectrum but it's like no, no matter what you do like i just yeah i don't know would say don't don't feel pressure to make your experience something that you don't want it to be mm-hmm. just do what you need to do to like make yourself happy during your four years because it's your four years you're the yeah. only one walking away with that experience mm-hmm. and you know like like yes, we are out here giving advice, but at the same time, um, every like we're all coming from different walks of life, different life experiences, and it's never going to be the same for anyone. Um, so you just have to, I guess, take it all with a grain of salt too, and just kind of do what's best for you, what you think is best for you, and what's going to make you happy at the end of the day. That's just not Queen's advice. That's just life. That's advice just life right advice. There. Wow, you wow. came in, tuned in for some frog advice, and you got some oh. wisdom that'll. <laughs> take you to the grave <laughs> she imparted this is a graduate she's graduated so she's i know, I know the thing she's actually she's the old? she's the oldest person i've ever met we're literally all the same age bro <laughs> <laughs> we're all born in 2000 
I know what I'm Y2K, saying. Y2K, baby. I'm just saying, she's like, I've never met someone older. Oh, congratulations. You know what? Actually, that remind not not that specifically reminds <laughs> me. But because we're saying like, you know, you, it's like it's your four years and I 100% agree. Um, but I think part of that is also just like looking out for the people around you. Like you, you're, you don't have to like your floor. You don't have to like the people in your classes, but like keep an eye out for the way other people are treating each other because like yes. what what you do and say and how you react to other people being bad people can like help other people get out of uncomfortable or potentially harmful situations mm-hmm. and i think like you know in frosh week they you go through you you watch a lot of presentations on this um and there are people far more qualified than than me to <laughs> even give advice like like this but it is just i think really important and like very genuine like to look out for each other and to to call people out you know and and to not let people get away with things because like nobody deserves that yeah Mm -hmm. definitely you'll learn a lot about like bystander um like you'll do bystander training and stuff during a week um and stuff and there's also like um presentations and like things that you can get involved in that teach you about these things like through equip like the social issues commission like all these things um not just about like bystander and but like every well social issue mm-hmm. yeah eii um i can't think of any other acronyms at the top of my head you also come to learn folks that queens loves its acronyms. oh my god queens loves acronyms yeah i'm honestly i've come to the point where i'm anti-acronym um Dang. hot take hot, not even a hot take honestly we have too many acronyms <laughs> Just use the full name, please. <laughs> I beg of you. You'll also see a lot of clubs that you realize couldn't think of an acronym, so they just put the letter Q in front of an, another oh word. Oh my god, yes. And it happens all the time. Yeah. And sometimes it works, sometimes it absolutely doesn't. Um, also, just go and listen to those consensual talks in first year because i think those are important 100 percent. you need i feel like they don't talk about it enough in high school and consent education isn't something you talk about in high school Mm -hmm. but it's something you need to know in life and it doesn't matter like if what your gender identity is you need to go and you i think some people in my experience at least were saying like oh it's stupid i already know what it is like i already know what consent means and like i thought i knew what consent meant as mm-hmm. well um but i think it's really important to go and understand the boundaries yeah um and people think that like only men need to go because they don't understand what consent is but no women we need to go too yeah. Pe- like yeah, everybody yeah. everybody no matter what your gender identity is mm-hmm. it's super super important yeah yeah and you're you're doing yourself and and everybody a favor by by listening and like not just going reluctantly but listening and engaging because like it's such a privilege to be able to to go see talks like that given by people who are qualified that's a big thing it's like you can you can research however much you like you can talk with your friends about it but you have the chance to sit and listen and be engaged with someone who is qualified to talk to the talk to you about these kinds of things and i think that's like it would be selfish to pass that up because it is so valuable for for you and everybody else Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm Definitely, definitely. Um, is there anything else that you folks can think of before we end off this episode? I would say the last thing I want to say is that um, a lot of people are really upset uh, based on what res they get. But I promise you, no matter where you go, you're going to find 
your your people. Um, it might not be in first year, it might not be in second year, but it's gonna happen. And uh, hold in tight because it's gonna be a wild ride the next four years. Yeah, I would say come prepared with some jokes, <laughs> like maybe like a good joke or two. If I could go, if I Is could. Is that what you did? Uh, no, I'm saying I wish I knew. Get <laughs> some anecdotes. Yeah. Up Do you know how much easier my life would have been if I came into Queens with a book of jokes? I was, I have had none. You know what I would suggest? Have a two truths and a lie already ready because Ooh. you're going to be doing a lot of those yes. during O week and during your introductions in your class. <laughs> well, All right. <laughs> Well, thank you, Sadie and Kieran and myself for that amazing, not only Queen's advice, but life advice. <laughs> life advice. Um, thanks, everyone, for tuning in to this episode of Frosh FM on CFRC 101.9 FM, CFRC.ca, and the CFRC Podcast Network. You can check out our other episodes online at podcast.cfrc.ca and keep up with us on Instagram at frosh underscore FM. And if you have any other questions about your first year at Queen's, you can also just shoot us in DM on Instagram. Thank you so much for tuning in say bye guys bye thank you for tuning in to frosh fm don't forget that if you're a part of a club or organization at queens and want to be featured on this podcast reach out to us via email at outreach at cfrc.ca for more information visit our instagram at frosh underscore fm and for previous episodes you can visit podcast.cfrc.ca Thank you to the generous support of the Faculty of Engineering and Applied Sciences at CFRC 101.9 FM at Queen's University in Kingston, Ontario, situated on the traditional lands of the Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee peoples.